when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast, presented by KFC. Every episode of the Raptors Over Everything Podcast this season is presented by KFC. I'm your host, William Liu, and I'm all out of sorts because the Raptors just Beat the Philadelphia 76ers by a score of 101-96. to Never, ever underestimate the heart of a champion. And of course, when the Raptors pull off wins like this over such vaunted opponents such as the 76ers, who many had coming out as the clear head and shoulders favorites in the Eastern Conference, um, when the Raptors pull off these types of victories down like four members of their rotation, you know it's got to be a slander pod. So... To help me slander the Sixers, we got uh, Assad. What up? And Sahal. Yo. So yo, before we before we start off slandering, I think we should just you know just just you know just take a minute and you know just say what a great night it was for the NBA. And honestly, basketball is like a global game. You know, NBA Africa, Cameroon basketball. To have two players from Cameroon, and not just like the best from that country, but like the best in the NBA straight up. Like these are two of the best. NBA players in such a showcase game and them to combine for 25 points. Hold up. That's just Pascal's. Let me let me just oh, flip the ball. Oh no. Four. Oh no. Dwala better. One, carry carry the one for 25. Hold up. Joel Embiid has 0 points. Yo, oh, he did not play? No, 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 no. 31 minutes. Th- 31 minutes, yep. 0 points. Okay, hold the hell up. Joel Embiid had 0 NBA points in a basketball game. Yep. Zero as in Z-E-R-O as in zero. As in this man. Yo, let me just spell this out for you. Joel. J as in joke. O as in zero. L as in LOL. This motherfucker had zero NBA basketball points. Papa Marcus came out here and just smacked the shit out of Joel Embiid for 31 minutes on a basketball court. Are you kidding me? Dog. Yo, who the hell scored for this team? Josh Richardson had 25 points. Honestly, we're not going to call him Josh Richardson. We're going to call him Josh Richards on this pod. Because wow. the only one who got sun tonight was Joel Embiid. Oh, my God. Papa Mark came with a spanking, dog. What the? Yo, what is what is zero points in Canadian dollars? That's also zero. Cam- Cameroonian lira, that's also zero. Zero <laughs> NBA mm. basketball points. I Honestly, honestly, let's, let's just be honest. You say Sixers versus Raptors. Yep. If Kyle and Serge combined for as many points as Joel Embiid scores, probably a bad night for the Raptors, but this motherfucker had zero NBA basketball points in this game. None. God damn. None. <sighs> anyway, so let's talk about the game tonight. No, no, no. Let's actually talk more about Joel Embiid uh, scoring zero points, man. <laughs> let's let's talk about... Let's, Sahal, what are your thoughts on uh, Embiid, who had as uh, as Asad just mentioned, 32 minutes, 0 of 11 from the field, 0 of 4 from 3. You know, he did have 13 rebounds. That's massive. I mean, inc- you can't, you know, you can't discount the 13 rebounds, but also he had four turnovers, two of those late in the fourth quarter. So, Hall, what did you make of uh, Embiid's scoreless performance? You know, honestly, one of the um, best parts about watching Joel Embiid struggle um, had to be the fact that when they played the Raptors in the playoffs, 
you were just hearing excuse after excuse after excuse yep. for Joel Embiid. Okay, he was sick. Yep. Okay, we got it. You know, he was he had this, he had that infection, mm. this viral infection. I don't know what he had. To this day, I don't know what he had. He had diarrhea or whatever it was. He has Gasol enteritis. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus Saul from start to finish absolutely owned Joel Embiid in every way possible. No. It, um, it's starting to get embarrassing. It's it's getting bad for a guy that's universally known as, as one of the better big men, arguably one of the best big men in the entire NBA. Um, this is something that, you know, Marcus Saul has, has hanged his hat on mm-hmm. um, all the way spanning from lo- last playoffs. And, and now you have this. It's like you, you can't be a Joel Embiid fan tonight. You really just cannot be a Joel. Joel Embiid was – you look more like Tony Batiste tonight. You guys remember Tony Batiste? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> that, that's what Joel Embiid was looking like. Man. Oh, my bad. God. He, he struggled. And mm-hmm. it wasn't even really like the Raptors were double teaming and triple teaming. I mean, they did throw some doubles his way. Yep. And, and you have the guy like of Joel course. Embiid. But yep. Mark Gasol, Bro. Uh, for the most part, handled him. And the adoption papers are in. Joel Embiid is, is officially Mark Gasol's son. Oh, man. Honestly, on the court isn't probably the only doubles that Joel Embiid had today. So let's be honest. <laughs> wow. Hey man, Toronto's got a lot of great spots for doubles, but uh, yeah, man, Joel Embiid, Jesus, man. I mean, I don't even know what to say at this point. Like, uh, it's it's great, def- it's great defense as a whole by the Raptors. Like, first off, Nick Nurse, full points for making sure that every single minute while Embiid was on the floor, um, yes. you know, Gasol was out there to match him. The Sixers sort of play around with Embiid substitution patterns, so it's a little hard to stagger. But um, Nick Nurse. I mean, like, one play stood out where it was 2.9 seconds left in the third quarter. The Sixers had the inbound. And at that point, Gasol, they, they put Embiid into the game. And all of a sudden, the Raptors were like, no, 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 no. Even just for 2.9 seconds, we can't have, we can't have Embiid in the game without Gasol. And what happens? Uh, Gasol defends Embiid, contests a three, and Embiid ends up airballing the three. And, like, just from start to finish, they refused to let like Embiid get a rhythm and that's just what the Raptors have defensively have done right they have if you look back at pretty much every single game this year they have been able to take away their opposing team's number one option to throw him out of rhythm and make them figure it out and the Sixers today I mean they got 25 points from Josh Richardson that's amazing but like most nights you're obviously not going to get 25 from Josh Richardson you look like Jason Richardson tonight and then you know it's just it's just back to the same old problem like you know honestly like not even just slander aside, like the Sixers look like the same team to me. They have the same problems. They, they, they the can't close games, team. man. They can't close games. Like Ben Simmons, you know, still is just a big Rondo. Like Ben Simmons had a good game today. I looked at the stat line. It's a, it's Rondo. Like it's ten points, eight rebounds, like fourteen it's, assists. It's it's Rondo. rookie year Michael Carter Williams. Don't give him Rondo. It's rookie year Michael Carter. <laughs> it's Michael Carter Williams all over again for seventy Sixers fans. Sorry. Wow. Honestly, guys, I'm just surprised. Like I, I for a minute there, I thought it was a retro game. Because, mm. like, all I see on the court is, uh, you know, shout out Noni's Olajuwon out there. Wow. Just putting <laughs> oh up buckets. And I just didn't see an old school Raptors jersey, though. It was so weird to me. Uh-huh. I was just trying to put one and one together. It wasn't working. Of course, one and one equals two, which is two more points than Joel Embiid had tonight. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me make something clear. Um, yeah. When it comes to Joel Embiid, he doesn't play, you know, an absurd amount of minutes. Uh, he actually played above his his uh, his uh, season average, yep. which is uh, 29, I believe. I checked before the game. Uh, he was at 32 tonight. 
He averages 23 points per game yep. in just 29 minutes. Yep. He had zero today in 32 minutes. This is this is one of the best big men in the world. Like, and I know 76ers fans, if there, if there are any out there listening to this, are probably um, wondering why we're treating this like a championship in and of itself. I mean, for us, it was more or less proving what's already been proven from last playoffs. Yep. Um, and it, it just is what it is. Marcus All is is a premier interior defender in the NBA. Um, proved it again, but with Embiid, it's like it's different. He, like he has something to prove against this guy. It's it's really impressive. Hey, Sahal, I, I respect what you're saying. I totally agree with you, but you have to give us some credit. I don't think we're celebrating this like a championship. If you want to hear what we sound like celebrating a championship, we did a championship pod, you know, like a couple months ago when oh, we won right. the NBA championship after yeah. Joel Embiid shat himself for an entire series <laughs> against Mark Gasol. It's funny, though, because, like, oh, at least man. in that series, Joel Embiid scored points. Tonight, apparently, he had zero points. Zero, as in, like, capital Z-E-R-O, as in zero points. Man, zero. Dog, how do you score zero points in an NBA basketball game? You seven foot two. God damn it, you tough and nothing. Yo, honest to God, Remember when Kyle Lowry had zero points? At least he was like a plus 11 from the floor. Oh, yeah, so you yeah, could yeah, talk yeah. about plus minus. Yeah, yeah. Like a minus nine. The best starting lineup in the NBA, every single player is a negative. <laughs> and the Raptors didn't even have their best starter. Oh, yo, my God. What a fraudulent team, yo. Fraud alert on this. God damn. Here's what oh I would be. Oh, my God. This is where my mind would be at as, as a Sixer fan right now, right? Because you lose to the Raptors in like just excruciating fashion in last year's playoffs all the players are like yeah if you know if we if that shot didn't go in you know we would have won the finals which like no you wouldn't have actually no you wouldn't have but uh <laughs> let, let me just whatever let's allow it for a second right um yeah so you lose in excruciating fashion what would you want to do the next year you will want to see your team which four four max contract guys coming in Full health against a team in Toronto that is without Kyle Lowry. No Serge Ibaka. You know, you got uh, Matt Thomas apparently fractured a finger. He's probably out for a month, which, you know, that, that sucks, but whatever. Uh, Pat McCaw is not there either. So we're talking about, like, this is this is not even a team you're playing against, really. You're just playing against, like, half of the rotation, basically. And you come out here to Toronto with a statement in mind, and this is what you deliver? Like, it's the same stuff, man. I mean, MB, bro, zero points as a leading man. Honestly, that's embarrassing. Honestly, yo, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. The Sixers have four max guys, and the Raptors had four injured guys, and they scored as many points as Joel Embiid did tonight, zero points. Yo, uh, at one point, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson had more points than Embiid and Tobias Harris and Ben Simmons combined. Yeah. Well, yo, Rondé's a noted scorer. Okay? Oh, definitely, man. Defensive Player of Year uh, candidate Joel Embiid could not have uh, stopped Rondé Hollis Jefferson tonight. That was that was not something in the agenda for him. If I told you before the game that Mark and Joel would combine for one made basket, mm. honestly, I would have guessed it would have been Mark. Oh yeah, definitely. But... <laughs> you know, you know, Mark's good for one. Yo, Mark Gasol puts up the best three point performances I've ever seen. <laughs> this guy's the yeah, best three point a game guy ever, man. Can we talk about Ben Simmons really quickly? I mean, he had a respectable game, 10 yeah. points, 9 rebounds, 14 assists. Yeah. But I'm looking at his game log this season. This guy scored over 20 points one time this season. Yeah. One time. Yeah. And it says it was versus Boston October 23rd. Was that the season opener? That, that, was, that was the season opener for them. Yep. He hasn't scored over 20 since. I mean, granted, he has scored 18 three times, two times, actually. But I mean, that's that's bad. I mean, that's not good, man. 
Hey, you know, you got to know what you're good at. Like, if you're Ben Simmons and you're, like, running the lane with only one person ahead of you, you got to throw that ball away. You got to turn it over and clutch, right? If you're Ben Simmons and you get the ball, like, 40 feet from the basket Mm -hmm. with six seconds left, you know, you just got to chuck that thing in fear. Because, like, what else are you going to do if you're Ben Simmons? You got to know what you're good at. And what Ben Simmons is good at is not being good at basketball against the Toronto Raptors. So, shout out to Ben Simmons tonight. Hey, man. Great game, honestly, all around. Um, Blew some layups. Turned the ball over. Yep. Yeah. Was a coward. Yeah. Always, uh, man. You know, hey, listen. Came in and did his work. Shout out to you, Benjamin. Listen, Ben Simmons for the first like forty-two minutes of the game, like actually a positive contributor. But then when it comes to the last six, let's just let's just walk through what the Sixers did on their last couple of possessions. There. All right. So you got Ben Simmons with the ball. Sixers down one point, but there's like a full it's shot clock. A full shot clock. Ben Simmons is running in transition. Here's the issue, though. The Sixers, mad old team. All right? Embiid, I mean, he's got the knees of a 40-year-old, so he was definitely not making his way back yet. Al Horford is legitimately 40 years old. He was not making his Al way Horford back yet. Run, Al Horford runs like a middle-aged Somali woman. Yeah, keep going. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Very accurate. Um, and I don't even know what Josh Richardson was saying. I guess he was back there as well. So it was just... Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris. Meanwhile, the Raptors have numbers back, right? The Raptors are one of the league's best teams at defender transition. Today, they were actually a little sloppy, but still, on the last possession there, they had guys back. They had guys like Pascal back, Norm was back, Fred was back. So, at least it was a two-on-three. In this moment, two things. One, Brett Brown does not call timeout. Brett Brown looks at Ben Simmons and is like, yeah, I'm sure he can just drive one-on-three and get a layup. Or maybe, you know, he can throw a terrible pass for his seventh turnover of the game. Um, it was just terrible. So so Brett Brown doesn't call timeout to set up a play to involve, I don't know, Embiid or Tobias Harris or anybody or Josh Richardson, who's the leading scorer. It's like, no, let's just let Ben Simmons do his thing. And then Ben Simmons throws such a terrible pass. I couldn't believe that it was just happening because I, I don't even the think Pascal could play. The one thing in basketball he's supposed to be good at. The yeah. one thing he's good at passing, which he did have 14 assists today, although he had seven turnovers. But still, the one thing he's good at, he throws the ball. Pascal, yeah. like, he didn't even have to jump that high to get the ball. It wasn't like he tipped the ball. Like, he just fully came down with the ball. Yeah. And that was pretty much game over. They give the ball to Fred Van Vliet. He hits two free throws. Then the Sixers drop a play. It's Tobias Harris off a screen, heavily contested. Norman Powell's right there. Sixers are lucky to get the rebound. And then, yeah, as you guys mentioned, Ben Simmons has the ball. There's, like, more than five seconds left on the clock. He could do something with it. But instead, he heaves, he shoots a 30-footer about 23 feet. And, like, you know, Gasol easily collects the rebound, throws it up to Pascal, dunks the ball. With, with at the six buzzer. seconds left on the court. Six seconds. What are like, you doing? You didn't have to shoot that. See, if, if, see, I, want, I want 76ers fans to be really, really genuine with themselves. Sit yep. down, you know, quietly by themselves, wherever you feel is a safe spot at your house, at the local Starbucks, whatever it is. Be honest. You guys gave Tobias Harris the last shot of the game. You guys are, are a team that's expecting to win an NBA championship this year, yep. to contend at the minimum for an NBA championship this year, yep. and Tobias Harris is shooting your last shot. Tobias Harris. Yo, rem- I mean, you rem- can't give it to, yo, look, you when give you, it to Joel Embiid after the game he's had. You just can't. No, no, and ben, you can't. Have a chance, when you have a chance to max out Dreamville, Carmelo, Anthony, you have to, man. you got to do it. Yo, uh, honestly, do it. would you take Carmelo right now at his age or Tobias Harris? Easily, Carmen. I'll take J. Cole. Oh, yeah. yeah, J. Cole's actually kind of nice. He's like 6'5". Yo, apparently, apparently that Siakam dunk at the buzzer, some mm-hmm. of the Sixers had, like, they didn't take it that well. What? Which is funny. Cause you, 
Because you'd think that if they had an issue with Spice at the rim, it would be, you know, Joel Embiid in the Eastern Conference oh semifinals. My, yo, yo, relax, please. That's, that's a diarrhea joke. You got to uh, chill. Man. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Damn. You got to chill. But Siakam, I mean, he got the whole city pizza pizza, so. Web Embiid, I mean, baby. Yeah, oh, yo, man, listen. I, I, why would they be mad, honestly? Like, why would they be mad? I mean, they should be mad at themselves, honestly. Like, they, they lost this game. Like, it's the same team as last year. And I thought the Sixers kind of played above their level because they hit a bunch of threes. In that third quarter, they're the Sixers. 7.5% from they hit three. Tough shots, yeah, too. I don't know if you remember that. The Al Horford mid range pocket shot. I know it was over Norman. I think it was Norman Powell, but yeah. they were getting some tough shots at the end of the game. It was yeah. like, goodness gracious, when will these guys go away? And then finally, I mean, like you, you outlined it, the Ben Simmons turnover and. Just a bunch of shit that just fell and apart. Also, we're, we're giving Joel a lot of crap for having zero points in an NBA basketball game, yeah, you know, yeah. being seven foot two. But let's also talk about how defensive player of the year, the O in DPOY being zero, um, as in points, as in how many he had tonight. Uh, the defensive player of the year candidate, apparently, hiding on OG Ananobi oh, in the corner. Man. Oh, man. You love to see <laughs> it, man. he can't guard anybody that moves too fast. And then OG freaking juking him out of his shorts. Oh, man. Oh, buddy. No, this I, is, thought Al Horford, I thought Al Horford's supposed to change all of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what Al Horford's here for, baby. To close out games. Uh, Al Horford's like, how am I playing with even bigger frauds this year? God damn. Wow. The, the reju- Can we get into the rejuvenation of Rondé Hollis Jefferson? No, one last, one last bit of slander on Joel Embiid. In the fourth yeah, quarter there, down the stretch, you know, I thought he was going to maybe at least have one moment. Like, remember game two against the Sixers, uh, you know, last year's playoffs? Embiid was struggling in that game. He was like maybe like 2 or 13 or whatever. But he has that drive in the lane. He throws that wild pass to Jimmy Butler who hits the three, and that actually gave them a chance to at least yeah. compete in the series. Because if they had went down 0-2, it would have been really bad for them. I thought Embiid would have at least one of those moments. No, he had two huge turnovers in the fourth quarter. There. I think one where OG stepped in for a charge. And then Norman Powell, I think, swiped in for the ball or something like that, and he, and he, he collected a loose ball. So. Yeah, it was Norman. And beat, I mean, and just be bad fair, on yo, every level, man. Bad on every, for every Joel, level. For Joel to score, let's give Mark some credit. He was great defensively, especially like when Joel stepped up for that technical free throw. Mark's defense oh, just shut him down there. Man. For him to blow that free throw and the other two free throws he got earlier in the game, you know, to have Dude. zero points in the game. <laughs> he didn't even hit a free throw. That was the funny thing because they gave – that was a pity free throw. They were like, okay, it's the fourth quarter. There was a, techn- there was a foul before before the ball was inbounded by Chris Boucher. Let's give Joel Embiid the technical free throw just to get him going, and he still missed that. And then later, Josh Richardson flops for a three-point uh, foul. Josh Richardson is a career 82% shooter. This year, he's 84% from the line. He goes to the line and misses all three, and I swear to God, Scotiabank was are- Arena was booing him like it was Giannis in the Eastern Conference Finals, man. Speaking of Giannis in NBA Africa, by the way, mm. what symmetry tonight? You know, you have Giannis with 50 points. Oh, you what? have... Future Raptor, wow. Giannis Antetokounmpo with 50 points. Current Raptor superstar, Pascal Siakam, 25 points. Mm. And then just for the symmetry, you have Joel Embiid, current Sixers superstar and superstar. franchise face with zero NBA basketball points. Amazing. For all th- for NBA Africa to average 25 points tonight, great. Just great all around. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh my I love God. it. Masai must be so happy. That's why he, uh, he reportedly, according to Joe Wolfon of uh, The Score, a.k.a. Uh, of Pound the Rock. Shout out Pound the Rock. Listen to Pound the Rock. Uh, Joe Wolfon reports that Masai greeted every single Raptor and said "F him" in the tunnel. <laughs> so great times. All right, so so how you want to talk about Rondé? Rondé was great today, sixteen and ten and three in thirty-one minutes off the bench. What'd you like from Rondé? Rondé, I think his biggest um, 
the quality I think that stands out the most about him, and I think this is something that translates that's going to translate perfectly when the Raptors eventually get to the playoffs is his energy. His mm. energy is huge yep. offensively and defensively. I mean, you see it from the top. Uh, Nick Nurse already has just basically trusted him with guarding uh, the best perimeter defenders. Yep. I mean, he, he was at Ben Simmons all night, man. I thought he did a better job guarding Ben Simmons and even you know, OG. You know when you, you know when you're any, if anyone's ever played basketball, you know when you know you can guard someone and you're locking them up, yep. and then they start getting frustrated and off ball, they start slapping your arm away, and you see the frustration start happening. Yep. And that's when you know, okay, I, I got it. Like I, I won this. That's mm-hmm. that's what Rondé was in about the third quarter. I, I think you could say. Yep. Uh, ben Simmons, like we said, isn't really a scorer. That's not what his game no. um, revolves around. But. Um, this would have been a game that the 76ers would have needed Ben Simmons to explode. Yep. Uh, and he didn't. And I haven't even gotten into Rondé's offensive game, which uh, blends into what the Raptors do so well. He moves off the ball really well. Yeah. Um, great slasher. Really good um, in the dunker spot, man. He just finds a way yeah. to get open. For a guy exactly. like, no, they don't run plays for Rondé. So for him to score that much, it's just like positioning and awareness. Exactly. Rondé being better offensively at the only things that Ben Simmons can do offensively is pretty hilarious. Yo, I was gonna say if if Ben Simmons played like this in last year's playoffs, uh, I think the they would have won. What's great is honestly, like uh, Ben Simmons last year, you know, he had an excuse. He was like, "Yo, how am I supposed to do anything with Kawhi Leonard locking me up?" Mm. Now Kawhi Leonard's gone, yeah. and now he has to go through a gauntlet of. Rondé Hollis Jefferson get a screen, get switched off to OG Ananobi, gets a screen, get switched off to Pascal Siakam. Yeah, yeah. How do how do you do anything like that? How are you supposed to post up Fred VanVleet? Let me be honest. Like, how is that? How are you going to do that? Yeah. You're Ben Simmons. You're only six ten. How are you going to post up Fred VanVleet? Yeah. It's sad. just impossible for me to figure out. Honestly, Rondé? the fact that the Sixers were able to keep it this close, this is a moral victory for them. Oh yeah, they should feel great about this. Honestly, to take the champs to the rope like this, wow. Yeah. Honestly. Big ups to them. Um, Rondé was obviously massive off the bench, 16 and 10 with three. I like the playmaker for Rondé. He honestly could have had like, a couple more assists. He, he had some really nice driving kicks. Um, and also at one point, like he like pushed the ball in transition, like dribbled around three guys, and then found, I forgot who it was, for wide open three or a layup or something like that. But yeah, Rondé's playmaking's nice. It, it's, it's been a huge boost. I think he's single-handedly propping up the bench right now, him and also Terrence Davis, who... Um, the rookie point guard comes in tonight, gives you 11 points. Offense didn't necessarily run smoothly with Terrence out there, but he gave the Raptors a boost of scoring, which, again, the, the Sixers are pretty good at defense. And the Raptors did have a hard time uh, generating offense. And so for Terrence to supply 11 points off the bench, that was big. But let's go to the starting lineup, man. Um, Fred Van Vliet, much maligned. Uh, Asad, you tweeted out the graphic before the game of what Fred Van Vliet did in the Sixers series. What... How many points did he average against the Sixers in seven games? Bruh, Fred Van Vliet averaged a whopping two points, 1.1 assists on three out of 24 shooting in that series. Yep. One of 14 from three-point range in 16.7 minutes a game. Yep. And tonight. Jesus. 24 points. He had more points tonight in one game than he did in the entire Sixers series. Almost twice as many, actually, tonight that he had in the Sixers series. You know, he had more points and assists than he did yeah. in the entire Sixers series. I thought Fred was great, though. I loved his aggression. You know, like, there's a, a, occasionally, like, he drove into lane for Atlanta and got blocked. Like, obviously, uh, one of the last possessions in the game. It was kind of a broken play. The Raptors' first option got broken up. Fred had to create, and then, you know, he didn't get a foul call. And it just turned out to be a bad shot. Although, Ben Simmons literally just threw the ball away, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, also, Fred made his first shot inside the three-point 
arc that was not a like layup. Oh yeah, that's yeah that's he true. He was O of seven. So I was looking up the stats earlier today, so I know he's he was O of seventeen coming into this game yep. on non paint twos. Yeah, and today though, like, and then he nails two pull up jumpers in the Sixers eyepiece. Honestly, he was, he was very better inside the arc than he was outside of it. And he uh, ended up shooting six of nine from inside the three point line. Which is very, very yeah. rare for Fred. No, but he, he, like, I loved his aggression. Like, the fact that you just have to attack the Sixers' defense. There's no way around it. Like, the Sixers are very help conscious. They definitely want to, like, swarm at the basket. And so Fred was able to get inside, kick it out for open threes. I thought he did a good job of that. And also, even when he had to take on a guy like Josh Richardson, who was really, really good defensively, Fred had that one, one play where it was like Kyrie Irving esque how he spun the ball in, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Josh- for the amount of ball pressure that the Sixers put, for Fred to have eight assists versus only three turnovers yeah. is a pretty solid outing, given just how long and how much pressure they put up top. Yeah. Like, for him and Pascal to combine for four turnovers total and them being amazing. the point of attack guys amazing. is pretty freaking amazing. Yeah, I was going to get into that. Pascal, 25 points, seven rebounds, three assists. Yep. That's about your typical Pascal Siakam game this season, but only one turnover versus what's supposed to be, even on paper, one of the best defensive teams in the league, yep. a very long team. And they double-teamed him uh, a lot. Yeah, they doubled him a lot. Yep. One turnover. I mean, Siakam's game has has grown. I know it's like a broken record now, but it's grown to a point where he's a legit conversation starter yep. when we're talking about the MVP. Yeah, and listen, there are some games where Pascal just he puts up a ton of points because the other team doesn't have a guy to guard him. I thought Ben Simmons actually did a pretty good job guarding Pascal. But Pascal is so varied in his skill set now that you can't just shut this guy down. Like, you can't. Like, you know, the only team he's been shut down by is Dallas. And I, I thought that game he was just, like, flat-out exhausted. Um, but, you know, tonight, for example, Ben Simmons did a pretty good job one-on-one defense. But Pascal was able to hit a couple of pull-up jumpers, you know, hit a pull-up three right to begin the game. Sort of made Simmons play him closer. Siakam, you know, played pick-and-roll as both the ball handler and both, the, you know, the, the role man. He was able to score in both those yeah. settings. Um, you obviously had that transition dunk at the end of the game. Uh, he had that very, very crucial go-ahead basket where he took Al Horford off the bounce, crossed him over, got into the lane, Ooh. and won Ooh. over uh, Joel Embiid. It hits the free throw, of course, which Embiid will know nothing about. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, Pascal was awesome tonight, man. There was no – like, you know what I mean? Like, a guy like Embiid, for example, not varied enough in his skill set. So if he can't do the one thing he's really good at, which is – well, two things, actually. One, pump fake and bait for a foul. And two, just like bulldoze people in the paint. If he can't do that, which he can't do that against Marcus Gasol, then all of a sudden he's really limited. And you, you see the effect of, of what that does to the team's offense. Whereas Pascal, he has so many items in his skill set. He doesn't even have to go one-on-one. He can beat you in a variety of ways. I thought defensively he was great, too. Not just the steal at the end, but he had a huge block in Tobias Harris at the basket late in the game he- as well. Well, yeah, man, to, I mean, like Pascal, like the best player in, on the floor tonight. And there's a lot of max players, but only one of them really earned the max dollars tonight. And that was Pascal. And one of the big things that you want from your number one option, especially against a team like Philly, where it's like, all right, you know, that's going to be hard to attack them one on one. It's going to be hard to attack yeah. like Ben Simmons one on one is just recognition. Yeah. So I think it was only once or twice that Pascal got a switch and found himself with Tobias Harris guarding him. Yep. And it was like, all right, clear out clear out as fast as he possibly can and just attack him straight to the basket. Yep. And those are the type of things, and you saw that in the Laker game. Anytime he got off of Anthony Davis, he got Kyle Kuzma, yep. straight to the basket. He's Every attacking that. Because he knows where his weak spots are, yep. where his, the weak defenders are, and if he can get any of them, he's that's his possession. He's using that. And that's something that you want to see. That's a superstar quality type of um, trait to have, is having that recognition and when to attack. 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, uh, are we going to talk about Nick Nurse? Uh, okay, let's let's let me talk about this. Nick right. Nurse, guys. Nick Nurse has absolutely shut down the best player on almost every roster the Raptors have faced this year. Everyone, including now Joel Embiid. Yep. This is this is. Uh, I don't know if this is a Nick Nurse strategy thing. If it's a blend of just the Raptors having really really good defensive players. Is is Nick Nurse in the in the uh, coach of the year conversation? Bro, he has to be, man. He has to be. Like, I, I think I, I, I mean, I've I've said this like basically two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago now. But how could you look at this situation? Like, the Raptors are twelve and four. All right, they've had signature wins against the Sixers. They've had signature wins against the Lakers. Somehow, by the way, the Raptors are twelve and four. They have one of the best net ratings in the in the league. Top ten offense and defense. Somehow, they're still not top ten in some people's power rankings, which is hilarious. Um, some people. But, I mean, I don't know, man. I see banners behind me, so, like, I, I don't need to worry about power <laughs> rankings anymore. Um, yeah, but, like, you lose all those pieces. You lose all these, like, players to injury. And the team is, like, bro, they're 12-4. and four. Like, just think about this, right? The Raptors are, going back to last season, they are now 29-9 and nine without Kawhi in the lineup. That's wild, man. That's wild. That, yeah. And you're getting guys like Rondé Hollis Jefferson to produce. Terrence Davis is an undrafted rookie. He's producing. Chris Boucher, okay, today he wasn't good, but in the past, you know, he's contributed to a couple of the wins. He was great against Atlanta, I thought. Like, how could you not say Nick Nurse is one of the coaches of the year candidates right now? And especially when you look at defensively, man. Like, Embiid, zero points. Dame Lillard, nine points. You know, Kawhi had like 11 turnovers or whatever, or nine turnovers. You know, LeBron had a terrible game. The Wash King. LeBron, Luka Doncic, Kawhi. Like, these Every guys single one. Kawhi. You know, twenty five percent or less. It's 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 something that's unfathomable. I really can't believe that the Raptors have had this type of success against these type of superstars. Exactly. Yeah, we forget to even mention like OG was out for a couple games. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, like OG missed a few of those games, and he's like probably your best defensive player. Yep. And like, and tonight OG was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think on both ends, mm. offensively he brought his same efficient role playing yep. and that let's like, role player role. And honestly, he attacked the bucket and had a couple of like close misses, yep. which is unfortunate. And his three ball wasn't working as well as he usually does. He only shot 40%. Wow. Um, you know, which is unfortunate. Uh, I think the funniest thing about OG is that he might be the first player to go like 50, 40, 30. <laughs> yeah, no, he really can't shoot free throws. Hit free throws. I don't get He's it. He's like, man. I'm going to shoot 50% from every category except the free throw line because he just can't hit them for whatever reason. Uh, but OG had a great night tonight. Mm. And uh, before we get into like talking about players that probably didn't do that well, and I know there was a lot of talk about how Norm didn't have a good game, how Amen. he looked lost. And honestly, he stepped up at the he end. Had a, he had an awful first half. And then about midway to the third quarter, uh, once he got his second run in, mm. and it was like out of a timeout, he came out of the timeout, hit a corner three. Yep. A and great, then he gets a deflection. Great play design by two, Nick Nurse, by the way. Uh, yeah, and you know, then two possessions play. later, he gets a deflection. Yep. And then he got another deflection late in the fourth quarter and hit another th- corner three. Mm. And it was like that back half of the game, Norm, like that's where, you, that's where yep. it's like you need like your more veteran players and norm is getting to be one of the more veteran players on the roster. He's been here longer than anybody. Yep. It's like, you got to trust these guys to be able to play through their mistakes yep. and have a good game. He ends the game with 10 points. Yeah. It was poor shooting, but mm-hmm. he hit two big threes in the second half and then ended up plus 10 on the night yep. and was able to step up defensively at the end, especially with that contest on Tobias Harris. He was having trouble getting around screens, yep. came out of a timeout. Suddenly he's getting past that screen yep. and he's not getting picked off by it. Yeah. So I just wanted to shout out Norm real quick. Yeah. For, you know, have a 
nice little comeback mid game. And again, shout out Nick Nurse because he had a tough call to make because he could either close the game with Ronde, who was playing really well and giving you contributions on both ends, or he can show faith in Norman Powell and who is a, let's be realistic, like Norman Powell is a higher offensive upside. Um, play than Rondé, and he went with Norm Powell. Norm Powell delivered, and you know if he if Norm Powell didn't make those plays on the stretch, the Raptors probably lose, and Nick Nurse probably gets slandered like crazy for losing a game where he put in a guy who was struggling, but he showed faith and it, it, he got, it paid off. So um, I love everything about this game. I really do, man. I mean, uh, there were so many honestly KFC buckets of the game that I could think of throughout the course of the game that I, yeah. I, I can't really pick one. I mean, a couple that stood out. One play out of the timeout, like they they ran pick and roll on one side of the floor. Um, I think it was just it was Fred and uh, Chris Boucher running pick and roll, and I think Rondé was on the baseline chilling, and I think his man Al Horford decided to come over and help as a third de- defender to just break out the play at the rim. Fred makes a great pass to Rondé, who makes a reverse layup at the basket. I thought that was a great play. Um, just coming out of the timeout, too, I think it was very clever for the Raptors to run that. Um, also, just credit to Rondé for being opportunistic there. I thought another KFC bucket, obviously, the very obvious one was Pascal getting isolation against Al Horford one-on-one. Uh, Fred VanVleet recognized it, gave up the ball, and then Al- and then Pascal just went to work, man. You know, <laughs> made Al Horford move side to side. Uh, you know, it was obviously, you know, Pascal has more quickness and was able to get in the middle of the lane. You know, and B comes over late, fouls, Pascal finishes through contact, and that's a key basket. And then really, the last play of the game, where, you know, Ben Simmons airballs the three, Marcus All throws the outlet pass, Pascal Siakam throws down the dunk right at the buzzer, then spreads his arms and basically does the are you not entertained, you know, um pose. <laughs> and the game is over, everyone gets pizza, uh, and you know, that's just that's just a great way to end the night. So I mean, just take your pick. There's a lot of KFC buckets from this one. Oh, you know what was a nice one? It was uh, it was Fred. I think it was the first half. Yeah. It was like late shot clock. No, it would have been second half. Second half. Third quarter, late shot clock. The Raptors aren't really getting much offense out of everything. They're kind of slow. Mm. And Fred, late shot clock, drives on Josh Richardson, goes into like a Euro. Oh, and yeah. He's out of steps. And he is like falling on his ass and flicks one just right no underneath the rim. With that Kyrie, you know, spin on it and beauty of a layup, and it's like, God damn, Fred, you got that, <laughs> you got that tonight. Ah, it's game over. Well, man. I just, I can't believe that Meek Mill, oh yeah, flew to Toronto, probably went through hell with Canadian immigration, oh, man. just to watch Embiid put up as much points as him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was sitting courtside. Oh my god. Uh, oh man. Crazy. I feel bad for me. And, and you know he caught the heat from Drake, too, afterwards. He did, man. Yeah, this is he Drake's did. first game of the season. And, uh, He's embarrassed. Good time to come. Good time to come. All right, let's go to three stars. First star. Honestly, or, well, let's, let's just let's start with third star. Who's the third star tonight? Asad, you pick a third star. Third star? Uh, I'm going to give the third star. Oh, you're going to. You're going to be mad because I, who I want to be the first star is you're not going to give it to him. But I'm going to give the third star to Pascal Siakam tonight. Okay. Okay. All right. Came in big, did his job, yep. you know, held up the scoring efficiently, um, got key buckets down the stretch, played good defense. Clutch. You know, he did everything that was required of him uh, as being the number one guy. Yep. Um, so I give him the third star. He had a great game. Yeah, 25, um, 7, 3. Two guys had better games than him. Yeah, I mean, Pascal, 25 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, 2 blocks, plus 12 in 40 minutes, 9 of 19 shooting from the field, 2 threes. Uh, a very deserving third star, 
Sahal, who's the second star tonight? You know, this sucks because we have, I think, what, one, two, three, four guys that probably deserve this. Yep. So one of these guys is going to get left out. Yep. Um, and I, I want to say Mark Gasol for the second star. Okay. Um, but, man, I feel bad. I, like, I feel like that's doing him an injustice, putting him as the second star and not the first. But okay. I'm going to... I'm going to say Marcus Hall. Yeah, I'm going to say Marcus Hall. Wow. Star. Yep. I mean, obviously, I mean, I thought this was going to be easy because first star tonight is Joel Embiid, baby. <laughs> Huge for the Raptors, <laughs> man. Embiid was I'll massive say, for the Raptors. I was going to leave you that alley But yeah, um, Marcus Hall, for uh, all the reasons you heard, yeah. um, Joel Embiid, zero points. Um, if you slept during this game, you missed it. You were at work for whatever reason. Just know Joel Embiid scored as much as you did. Yeah, yeah. And you weren't even there. You weren't even in the arena. Mm. You were nowhere near the arena. It's okay. Yeah. It happens. Um, but Marcus Hall is your definite second star, possibly even your first star. Yep. Um, so that leaves it to Will. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, first star, I mean, it's tough, man. Uh, I'm giving it to Fred. And ooh, I, I got to say a huge apologies to Rondé. If there were four stars, yeah. Rondé's definitely getting that fourth star. But yeah. Fred tonight, 24 points, eight, re- eight assists, three rebounds, two steals. This is basically what Fred has done in the absence of Kyle Lowry. Coming into this game, in, in seven games where Kyle had missed, Fred was averaging 22 points, eight assists, four rebounds. And, like, the Raptors were 5-2 and two over that stretch. Like, that's incredible stuff. As a starting point guard, you want to prove you're a starting point guard, go out and do it. Go out and do it against one of the best defenses in the NBA, a defense yeah. that you struggled against. Fred Van Vliet steps up tonight, 24 points, 8 assists. Made a lot of plays happen. Was solid both ways. Um, so, I'll give it to him. You know, the uh, the Gerald Henderson Award tonight, we don't have to go deep on this, but it's, it's Josh Richardson. He was hitting some crazy, crazy shots. Uh, and I didn't know he was that nice, but, uh, you know, he had 20, 25 points, 9 on 19 shooting. And then, in light of recent events, the Patrick Patterson Award, even though I decided mercifully to let that go, I got to bring that back in light of recent events. You can look up what, Patrick, back, you can look up what Patrick Patterson has been saying, you know. Uh, I don't know if he was in the right frame of mind when he said it, um, but listen. Absolute clown, dog. Clown. Some, some terrible, terrible comments. And so, the Pat Patterson Award, for the guy who underperformed, Obviously, it can only go to one guy, baby. Joel Embiid putting up a classic playoff <laughs> playoff pat performance. Zero points. <laughs> oh, 4 from 3. Oh, oh my god. God. An offer. Like like my old Canadians like to say, an offer. An offer, baby. Uh, terrible. And yo, I just want to go back to Fred for one second. Yeah. I know We've been getting a lot of people that have been kind of crowing about, well, Fred's not shooting that well. Yeah, He's yeah. only shooting like 30-odd percent from inside the arc and all this other nonsense. But, like, what people feel to recognize, A, Fred already gives you, like, almost all NBA-level defense at the guard position. Yep. Like, he is absolutely elite as a defender at the guard position. On top of that, his three-point shooting is high volume, and he's giving you close to 40%. Yep. And then he runs, like, he's running 40 minutes a game Mm. at, like, 26% usage or whatever it is, 24% usage. Yep. And has an assist percentage of almost 30. And he's giving you an assist-to-turnover ratio of almost 3 to 1. Which is like for like someone running your offense, that's incredible. Like that's what you want from starting guard, regardless of shooting percentage. Yeah. And the fact that the Raptors net rating is a positive and their offensive rating sits at like one oh nine during his minutes, like means that he runs the offense pretty well. Yep. And even the shots that he's missing, like just a straight up stat. I was looking at it today. 
late shot clock. So late shot clock would indicate broken possessions or plays that got shut down, and then you need someone to take that shot. So usually yeah. these would be shots that maybe a Kawhi would take, maybe a Kyle would take, or maybe a surge ends up taking, right, if you run like a, like a quick, you know, short pick and roll within a short clock situation. Mm. Instead, Fred's taking a lot of these, especially with the bench units. Yep. And he's shooting 12 of 52 on shots under seven seconds. Yeah. So if that's you take, always if been you his undoing. Out, if you take that out, like if you take out his late shot clock follies, like he's been perfectly efficient yep. as a player yep. shooting wise. So Fred Van Vliet's been great this season. He's been a great starting addition. Honestly, I have no idea what this team's going to look like once Kyle and Serge are back because they're just, there's so many weapons right now yeah. and they're all firing and it's like, it's going to be insane to see. Oh, man. It's good times, man. Good times. Even my uh, employer, Yahoo Sports Canada, is uh, slandering the uh, the Sixers. They, they tweeted out 10 things from at William Lou, which contains 10 more points than Joel Embiid got tonight. Bam. Wow. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, all right. That does it for the podcast. Uh, you, you know, this is the Slander Pod, by the way. If you guys haven't... If you're new to the podcast, this is a slander pod. Sometimes the Raptors have incredible wins against all the odds, and you just can't resist but uh, throw a bit of slander to the opponent. And so I, I believe the Lakers got it, the Wash King got it, and uh, the Wash Prince got it tonight. So, um, Oh, man. Man, great game. Thank you to Sahal and Asad. Sahal, where can people find you and your work? Uh, I'm at Raptors Republic. Yeah, you can find me on Shout Twitter out. at SFB28. Shout out Raptors Republic. Yep, love them, boy. Yep, R for uh, life. Asad, what about you? Uh, you can just find me on Twitter at uh, Suar Lasers. Uh, follow me for slander if you want. Um, sometimes when I'm bored, I tweet Raptors stats. Uh, you know the usual. I mean, you uh, usually tweet your own stats from Milton Ball League. That's true. If yeah. you ever want to know how Milton Rec League ball mm. ball league's going, yeah. you know, follow me. I give you all the stats. I keep my own stats. I'm very honest with you know. I have professional reputation as an accountant to be honest about myself and my stats. Yep. Uh, my team is currently on a five game win streak. Okay, good. We are actually no six game win streak. Correction, correction. Wow. Six game win streak. Um, after starting zero and five, and we're now second place in our league. So uh, it's a four team league, mm. and uh, we are going to win the championship. Um, and that's going to roll directly into the RR tourney, where me, Will, and Sahal are going to be that's kicking right. all your favorite block boys' that's asses. That's right. Absolutely. I can't wait to give you the team. I can't wait to get the team a three point eight rebound assist, <laughs> eight rebound performance like Marcus does. <laughs> hey, as long as you're not giving us a zero point performance like Joel Embiid, I don't mm. mind, man. No, no, no. You know, you know, I always got to JV my way into one uh, post hook. So, all right, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Thanks again to everyone for listening and to everyone for watching. And uh, thank you to our sponsor KFC for uh, sponsoring the show. And I'll be back on Wednesday when the Raptors play Orlando or the Knicks or one of these garbage teams. I don't know. They're going to win again on Wednesday. So, tune back in for that one. Peace. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.